Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And welcome back to Meeting of the Minds. Today I'm here with the great Kyler Sanderson. Kyler, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys. Happy to be Absol- here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's jump right into it. Talk about your mindset, your perspective. I guess start with growing up, youth wrestling. What was that like for you, for your family, and how did that shape you to go on for the future? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I obviously started wrestling at a very young age. Uh, my dad wrestled in college and and my brothers had all wrestled before me. So I'm the youngest of, of four boys. Um, so, you know, I, I guess I could say I kind of grew up on a wrestling mat. Just kind of always part of our lives, always part of what we did. Um, and and so I, I don't know if there was ever really a question whether I was going to wrestle. You know, I wanted to wrestle. My dad didn't make me wrestle. I know he made me wait until uh, I asked. He didn't put me in wrestling until I said, hey, I want to do this. And then I think even after I asked to wrestle, he made me wait a year just so that I would be, you know, really excited and really hungry to, to get out there on the mat. And um, for us, it was, or for me, I guess, and, and for my family, it was just always about family. You know, we... I had four, three brothers who wrestled. My parents were very involved. And so uh, my dad was at every practice. My parents traveled with us to every tournament. And it was just something that, you know, gave us the opportunity to spend time together. And I think that's the the greatest part of the sport for me and, and the greatest part, especially looking back and what I'm most grateful for is just the opportunity to have spent so many hours, countless hours with my mom and dad and brothers so that's kind of yeah. yeah no no absolutely and i guess just to to achieve your level of success most people probably think it had to be all about winning 
all geared towards success. And if it, like it had to be, it just had to be. Otherwise, you wouldn't have reached the levels that you got to. But as you said, it was family. It was being together with them and just that big picture. Yeah, talk, talk more about that perspective and then how that carried you on throughout college. Yeah, I think, uh, I think my parents did a great job of, of keeping us grounded and keeping us focused on the right things. Uh, I think it's very easy, especially when you have young wrestlers, to, to make it all about winning. Um, all the time and of course we want to win you know that's the goal you step out on the mat you want to win the match you want to be the champion and that's what we're working to do um but it's very easy you know it's it's a very fine line it's very easy to get swallowed up in trying to win at all costs and i just don't think that that's something that's that's good for young kids winning at all costs like i'll do i'll do anything i can to win i'll make sacrifices i'll work my guts out i'll fight um so I just kind of like this saying, like, I'll do anything to win, but I won't win at all costs, you know, and winning at all costs is like making a seven-year-old cut five pounds, you know, stuff like that just doesn't make any sense. But my dad, um, you know, he was very, very good at keeping all of us focused on progress. And, you know, that was kind of our success. If you were making progress, you were successful and making progress that meant a lot of different things that meant getting better at technique that meant you know, finally beating that guy that we've never beaten, maybe finally winning that tournament we've never won. But it was always just about taking that next step, getting better, and becoming the absolute best that we could be at the sport. And that was the most important part. Um, yeah. That's that's great. What, was there anything that he set up? I mean, I know you kind of basically said it there, but was there anything tangible or practical that you could think of that – kept you focused or maybe just a mindset that you had or your brothers that kept you just thinking about progress? Cause it's easy to get sucked into those outcomes. Right. Um, you know, he, when we were kids, he had like a system set up to where if we would, if we would hit, hit moves in matches that we were working on practice, then, then we would get a treat after the tournament. You know, oh, wow. Nice. A milkshake and so, or something. And, and so if we're out there wrestling and, and we hit that move, then, we always were rewarded, not necessarily for winning the match, but more for being willing to go out there and take risks, being willing to go out there and, and try things that we had been learning. And, you know, if you're out there trying to do what you're learning in practice and, and focused on getting better all the time, I think that your potential, you know, just goes straight up. You know, I, it's, it's really tough when kids are only focused about winning or on winning because then they start protecting something that's, not real. You know, you you can't step on a mat to protect something you don't have. And I think that's what a lot of kids do. They get really nervous and they start protecting something that isn't theirs yet instead of going out there and taking what they want and going out there and taking those risks and, and, uh, and um, being willing to have fun trying to do the moves that you're learning, you know? Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense. Now, how did, how did your dad respond and, and what was the mindset like when I'm sure there was times you guys went for moves and it failed, or maybe you had a lead and then you went for it again at the end and then you wind up blowing it. How do you keep that mindset where you want to keep trying moves, but you know, maybe you feel bad. Oh, if I didn't go for it, I would have won that match. What was that like? That had to happen. Right. Uh, I think, I think that that comes a lot from the parents and coaches being encouraging even in those moments, you know, like I know that, um, 
it was probably hard for my parents when we lost, just like it was hard for us when we lost. But being willing to to put your pride down for a second and say, hey, you did a good job. You're taking those risks. You're doing what it takes. If you continue down this path and you continue to try to do those moves, at some point, you know, guys aren't going to beat you anymore. Right. And, and just staying positive and then, and then be very encouraging in terms of um, be very encouraging about effort. Right. I think, I think encouraging effort rather than skill is a very, very important thing um, in, in helping kids develop, you know, and my dad was very, very focused on, on making sure that we gave our best effort. And the only times that I really remember my mom and dad, you know, being upset with us as kids is like, if we went out there and didn't try, you know, if I went out there and didn't give my best effort, I, I knew, I knew they were going to let me have it. You know, if I went out there and I didn't, didn't try my best, but, um, just being focused on those things. And, and I think having a dad that was very, had a lot of confidence in what we could become if we just stayed the course, you know, stayed on that path that, that would lead to where we wanted to go. Yeah. It makes sense. And now how did you deal with the pressure, obviously following your brothers? So I think about my youngest brother. So he had me and my brother, Jeff, and we, we just placed in the States. We wrestled in college. It wasn't like, okay, there was like some, you know, level of success minor compared to the Sanderson family. Now you coming up after your brother's national champs, national finalists and everything. How did, how did you keep that together and just focusing on yourself and your own personal improvement and keeping it enjoyable? Cause I know a lot of youngest brothers, it's, it's just not fun for them at all. That had to be tough. Uh, yeah. And I think that, I mean, it, it is tough. You know, sometimes I, I hear kids talk, they say, Hey, my brother was a state champion. There's just so much pressure. You know, my brother, all my whole family wrestles. And, and I'm like, man, you don't even, you don't even know. <laughs> and I got to have an older brother that was the greatest folk style wrestler in history. You know what I mean? And so, but, but, uh, I think, I think the big thing, and I think that this was, this was something that my dad helped me with from a very young age, maybe knowing that this is what would happen was just putting the focus on me wrestling for me, you know, because when I was seven, eight years old, six, you know, when I first stepped on the mat, there was a crowd and they, they, they weren't there for me. They were there because my brothers were good, you know? And if I won, okay, he's supposed to win because he's a Sanderson. And if I lost the whole crowd, I remember the whole crowd cheering when I was like seven, eight years old, you know? And so that can be tough. That can be tough on a, that can be tough on anybody, you know, an adult, but on a, on a little kid, it can be, can be very, very tough. And, but I didn't ever really let it bother me because I think my parents helped me just understand that, Hey, this is for you. Like, you know, we want you to wrestle because you want to wrestle and we're here to support you. And, and guess what? Cody, Kale, and Cole, they're all great wrestlers, but you're not them. You're Kyler. And so you're here to do your best, and we're proud of your best. And so I think they just helped me understand that from a young age. And it's always a little bit of a battle, you know, because you see some, you see your family do so well, and you're like, well, they're my family. I can do the same thing, you know? And so in some ways, it was very, it gave me a lot of confidence. You know, in other ways, it was it was tough because 
you know, I didn't reach the same, same accomplishments as, as maybe as Kale, but you know, when you take a step back and look at it, you're like, okay, well, no one in history ever has. So, you know, it's, it's okay. You know, and, and I just, I think staying focused on, on, uh, on yourself is a big deal, especially as a younger brother or the son of a coach or, or whatever it might be, you know? So, yeah, no. And I would just think just for, just for all your brothers, because it's like, yeah, it's the youngest, it's the oldest. I mean, there's that, there's that then expectation that you're going to win all the time. And all of you guys really, like you said, from seven years old on up, how did they deal with it? And like, how did, how did Kale deal with it when obviously he knew he was undefeated and, you know, he was expected. It was already taken for granted. He was going to be four time national champ, you know? Yeah. I think, I think my older brothers, so Cody and Cole are both older than Kale. Um, and they, so they were kind of his mentors and his, his, his training partners all the way through. Cody was the oldest, but the smallest. Kel was the youngest of the older three, but the biggest. And so they were like the same weight from the time they were seven till they were in high school. Uh And so, you know, they, they spent a lot of time together and and they cared about each other. And, you know, I, I think that my older, I think Cody and Cole saw themselves as, as, I don't know. I, they could, Kale couldn't have done it without their help, you know? And there was never any kind of like, there was just support. You know, they, I think we all want each other to win, to win more than we want ourselves to win. And I think that, that that's something that's pretty special and something I'm very grateful for in my family that I know that my brothers are going to fight for me and I'm there to fight for them. And I'm never going to feel bad if they win and I lose or something like that. There's always just this support system that, that's very, very strong, you know, and I, I I'm not sure how, um, I, I what was your question. How, how did Kale deal with it or? Yeah. Just uh, keeping, keeping the perspective and taking it one match at a time when there was just probably, you know, the most ridiculous pressure in wrestling, you know? Right. I mean, it was definitely not an easy battle as, as it wouldn't be for anyone. You know, he, he, I think he had his, his fights and struggles throughout the process, but he did have a very strong support system around him that helped him stay focused on the right things. And Kel, you know, Kel just thinks a little different than everybody else. He's, he's, uh, it's hard to explain, you know, and, and most people, most people don't know him very well. You know, you see what you see on the outside and you can, but you know, he doesn't really let people in and that's kind of one of his strengths. Um, because he's able to protect himself a little bit, you know? And then when he was going through college, you know, Cody, my oldest brother, just, he, he took Kel's calls. He was there for him. He, he made sure the media kind of was, was staying back and, and just all those things. He was just his protector. And so it really allowed Kale having that support system, I think, to just focus on what he loved and what he loved is wrestling, you know, and he, he does love wrestling. And, um, probably more than, than anyone I've ever met and just watching him, you know, in college, you, you just see it, you see how, how, you know, I, I just don't think you can wrestle like that if it's not something that you just absolutely love. But I to get back to your question. I think he was just, maybe it, it came from a long process of, of having my dad help us focus on the right things. But I think Kel was really able to just focus on one match at a time and just, you know, I don't think he ever had any aspiration to be an undefeated college wrestler. He wanted to be a four-time national champion, but I never, I don't think he thought he was going to be undefeated. And so it was just, 
you know, you get to that point, you're like, oh man, I'm about to be undefeated. That's cool. I mean, that wasn't really my goal, but my goal was just to win my next match. And I think he did a really good job of staying focused on that. Yeah, and I think to a lot of people, that sounds unbelievable. Like almost you would have to set that out as a goal to go undefeated or it's not going to happen. But I think it's, it's, it actually works the reverse. By focusing on other things, that's what gives you the opportunity to go undefeated. Not that that's what it's all about, but it just, it just gives you the right things you're focused on. And I know with um, Mike Moore, one of our mindset coaches, developing a relationship with you, coming out to your dad's cl- the camps, and um, he said that obviously a big thing with the, the Sanderson success is the perspective, the values, the faith. Like it's not, it's not just about wrestling. Wrestling is a small piece of the, bi- of the big picture. Talk about that because that, that really is the key. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, we, we, I think understanding that wrestling is like, I love wrestling and and my life is about wrestling in so many ways. You know, I coach, it's like all I do. And my family's that way. My dad has coached for 50 years. I mean, my brothers are coaches. It's just, we just love this sport, but I think we love it as much for what it, um, what it does for you as, as we do just playing the game. We love playing the game. Um, but, you know, for me, especially, you know, and I know for my family, this, this life is, is about growth and, 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 and faith and faith in God. And, and I believe that things like wrestling are vehicles, you know, they're, they're things to, to, to help carry you to a greater purpose to get to where you want to be. Right. And what can teach you more about life and, and family and God than wrestling, you know? And I think that if we, we understand that wrestling is the greatest sport, but it's not the end all be all. It's not the, it's not the purpose of life. You know, it is a tool that God has given us to be able to, you know, to be able to follow, to follow Jesus Christ. Right. And, and keeping that perspective also helps you bounce back, you know, when things aren't going well, because if wrestling is everything and it's the only thing, then your, your whole person is, is, um, I mean, your, your whole success and failure is decided by what happens on the mat, which isn't true. You know, we're trying to become the very best people that we can be, the very, very best, and, and that's in every aspect of life. And if you if you understand that, wrestling can be an incredibly powerful tool in helping you learning to learn resilience and gratitude and faith and all those things. I don't know if I answered your question, but I just uh, That's phenomenal. absolutely. I was the next my follow up was gonna be if you're mentoring a kid what are some of the tips you give him? You're coaching a team. What are some of your main philosophies and what are some of the main, like maybe mental struggles or perspective mistakes that they make? You basically answered that the whole time, but is there anything else you'd, you'd maybe add to that? Um, you know, I, I, I think, I think, yeah, perspective is, is a big one. Just guys got to be able to, to understand that there's things that are bigger than wrestling but that's not an excuse not to treat wrestling like it's the biggest thing out there. Right. And I don't know if that, that makes sense, but 
you have to attack those goals and the things that you want with every, you know, every inch of your heart and give everything that you have to give, you know, because that's part of wrestling being that teaching tool is teaching you to, Hey, you know, like give everything you have to this. Um, you know, in terms of helping my guys, I think the big things, um, that I want them to do is, you know, first be grateful that they get to wrestle. You know, I think that it's very easy in life to take things for granted. You know, you know, you look back a hundred years ago, 200 years ago, the way people lived and, you know, they didn't get the opportunity to go to wrestling practice. They weren't playing sports. They weren't going to college. They, there's so many things that we have that they just never had, you know, and there's so many things in our life today that are just such blessings. And we, we take them for granted. So if you can be grateful for wrestling and grateful for all the things that you have, I think that you're going to be successful in your life. Um, you know, a big thing that, that I've been talking to my guys a lot about lately is, or just the last while is just the fight. Like wrestling is a fight and you have to go out there and fight for what you want. You have to know what you want and you got to know that you want to be the man. But you have to go fight. You know, no one's going to give it to you. No one's going to hand it to you. And I think a lot of times kids step on the mat at all levels just hoping that it's going to be easy. Um, but I think one of the, the number one things you got to you remind yourself is, is that, hey, guess what? Wrestling's not easy. It's not meant to be easy. It's not going to be easy. Every time I step on the mat, it's going to be hard. Because either it's either going to be hard because this guy's tough or it's going to be hard because, because I'm going to push myself to the limit to do new technique. If it's a guy that I know I can, you know, that I know that is going to be an easy match, I'm going to push myself and I'm going to make it hard. And I think just enjoying the fact that it is hard and knowing that it's going to be hard, not expecting it to be easy, not wanting it to be easy and loving that fight, you know, loving that battle. If you can be that guy that just loves stepping on the mat and loves the fight, no matter who they're standing across from, man, who's going to beat you? Maybe somebody does for a little while, but if you keep that attitude, who's going to beat you? That's so. awesome. Yeah. No, great stuff, Kyle. I appreciate it. So, so much great information there. I hope anyone who watches this, well, they, um, they sit there with a the notebook, a pen, a pad, take some notes because everything you said, those are all gold nuggets of information. Obviously, we're grateful for all that you do. Um, the Sanderson family, everything you do for the sport of wrestling, and not just that you're part of the Sanderson family, but Kyler Sanderson, all you do for the sport of wrestling and all you give to the kids and everything you've contributed. Talk about how we send more people, Sanderson Wrestling Academy. Social media, where, where, where do we send them? Where do we drop the link in the show notes on YouTube? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, we got an Instagram page, Sanderson Wrestling Academy. Um, we got a website, SandersonWrestlingAcademy.com got a lot of camps in the summer you know we got a thanksgiving camp coming up soon and then but our big camps are in the in usually june and july we we bring a couple penn state guys in we have some intensive camps and yeah just hit us up awesome will do will do thank you very much and anytime there's if there's any other no, notes or anything you want me to add any links just let me know i'll throw it in even if it's six months or a year from now i'll, I'll throw it in on youtube so no problem sounds good man Awesome. Thanks a lot, Kyle. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.